Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Leadership Success, the podcast that helps you be the leader you were meant to be. Our speakers are Hector McAhern and Steve Royal, both experienced leaders in their own right. They will share with you more about their careers and background as our podcasts evolve. As you will hear, leadership is a fascinating subject with literally hundreds of definitions. But the purpose of these podcasts is simple for Hector and Steve. They want you to be a better leader. No matter where you are now, what they have to share is vital to your future leadership success. So let's jump in. Here are Hector McAhern and Steve Royal. Well, hello again, and welcome to Hidden Secrets to Leadership Success. We are delighted to have you with us today. And uh, today we're going to be looking at um, one of those characteristics that um, we often talk about, but it's often misunderstood. And that's uh, very effective leaders are empathetic. And the way we've defined that is a leader that understands or feels that others feels that others are experiencing a leader that understands or feels what others are experiencing or feeling in real life situations, both at work and in personal settings. They effectively communicate support. So uh, that's a, a mouthful of a definition. But um, what we really want to talk about is how effective leaders can use empathy or being empathetic to really develop relationships with the people that they are charged to lead. Uh, and it's an important concept about that process. We'll probably get into the differences between empathy and sympathy uh, as we talk about this and try to make some distinction there. But Hector, what's, what's your experience with uh, empathy or empathetic leaders and uh, uh, what's your observation? Well, I loved your uh, getting a little mixed up on the definition yeah. because you are so right. It is very hard to explain and it's pretty hard to differentiate when you get into it. But so necessary yep. so so very necessary and one of the things that I, I would begin with and it goes back to our ideas about uh who you are people who tend to uh really understand themselves also understand their tendency to tend to be more uh empathetic or their tendency to be more sympathetic, or their tendency to be more business-driven, or their tendency to be all of those kinds of things. And uh, as I think about the whole issue of being empathetic, I always look at what exactly happens to help a person understand how they, the person, myself, can put myself in your shoes, is what I call it, putting yourself in another person's shoes to really understand in a moment how they experience something. 
And one of the things that that happens to me often is the difference between putting yourself in a position to understand uh, at a time that for me, the opposite is so necessary. So we've got to have these packages out of the door by five o'clock today. Right. And you tell me at five, well, let's say at 10 or five, you got to get your child home. Right. Now, how, how, how do I be empathetic in that kind of situation? And to me, that is personal. And that is, is, is the whole idea of being personal around this, which again goes to the culture and it goes to how do people really behave in their interactions with people around? Yeah. And that's, that's such a good example of, uh, of what we're really talking about with empathy because effective leaders sort of understand, uh, the world around them and, um, that yes, getting, uh, that package out the door at five o'clock is the, what we're paid for. It's what the business is, but, uh, understanding the things that drive, uh, your staff, the people that uh, you're leading, um, the personal things that drive them are, uh, uh are, are critical. And, uh, uh, actually we were just having a, uh, a conversation, uh, uh, before we started this, con- this conversation, um, about, um, one of the situations, and that is uh, uh, where my wife works, uh, one of the people that she works with, uh, his son um, was just diagnosed with some health problems, and actually they had to call uh, uh, 911 and uh, have him transported to the hospital. Um, so understanding what that person is going through uh, yes. right now, I mean, everything in his in in her coworkers' uh, life, actually, becomes very focused on one thing, and that's the health of his son. Um, and so that's what's going on with him. And no matter what the <clears throat> responsibility is for work that day, um, that person, that uh, that part of the, the group that you're leading, is going to be focused on one thing, and that is... Um, <laughs> How's my son doing, and what do I need to do to help him get well? I mean, that's the, the focus. And so when we talk about empathy, um, what we're really talking about is the ability to understand that person's situation. Now, what we don't mean with empathy is that you can, and this is one of the things that leaders have to be real careful with, is if I went up to this person and said, I know actually how you feel. That's really an insult because I really don't know how uh, how he feels. I, I don't know what the situation he's facing. I don't know anything about uh, about that. So, or what I what I'm trying to communicate is that I understand what you are feeling. Not that I felt it. Not that I've had that that experience, but that I understand it. So the empathic part of that is understanding what that person is feeling, not being able to relate to it as if I've had that feeling. Which would be more along the lines of sympathy, right? Exactly. Is it more? Yeah, I, can, I can sympathize. I can sympathize with you, and oftentimes you can do both. 
Right. But in real reality, what I want from you is empathy, which moves me to a, a point of question for you, Steve, and as well for me, is there are a few times, and my wife taught for 40 years, there are a few times that she ever came home really complaining about uh, something other than empathy at her job. It wasn't, I didn't get this work done, I didn't get this done, this sort of thing. But the one one thing that will cause a supervisor to really impact an employee is to be empathetic. Right. And I've seen mountains moved when one is empathetic. And, and what happens is I will go to any degree for you almost, Steve, if when I am struggling, you are there for me. So if, if you, uh, if you need me at vacation, nobody is around and you need to help, you need my help to get her or to get this done. I'm there for you. And that's what empathy does. It is a force and a power that brings people to the realization, uh, that they, uh, can get the support that they need. Right. And I've seen that over and over again, man. I've had people who worked in, in my environment who I needed to have something done. But it's always after, uh, and, and I don't mean this to sound badly, but it's after I have shown something to them. Right. And uh, they take care of me. Right. So I, I think... Uh, Empathy is that way. And, and I, I say it has a power behind it that if, if, if the audience can grasp that and really focus on it, uh, it's amazing what they can get from it. And I, I, I go back again to, to where we started from, uh, when you asked me the question earlier is you really got to understand yourself. And many of us, have the proclivity to be just the opposite of empathetic. We, I want the business results and I want them now. And I think that kind of thought process leads you into a direction that has no end. Right. Yeah. That, um, uh, that observation that you just made is actually, uh, on target because, uh, so many times, Leaders and, uh, and especially managers, I think, are, uh, focused on the business result and the people that they are leading or managing, um, are simply tools to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so you begin to feel like, uh, you're treated like a tool rather than, uh, than something that somebody who really uh, has a life that matters to that person. And I think that's what empathy uh, uh, is, is all about, is understanding what that person is experiencing. And as I said, not sympathizing with it because I haven't been there. I haven't walked in your shoes or, or that person's shoes. 
But what I can do is demonstrate the ability to understand the situation that you are faced with um, and uh, that that's a, that's a challenge for you. Um, I had a, a recent experience. Um, I was doing some coaching for, for a group, and um, uh, one of the, uh, the gentlemen was, uh, uh, was dealing with um, uh, a coworker who uh, was coming, uh, to, uh, coming in late every day. Uh, or not every day, but uh, on a regular basis. And uh, so he asked what well, during our coaching session, he said, you know, how do I handle this? Because this guy's really good. Um, I, I can't really afford to lose him. But on the other hand, uh, when he's late, it screws up our whole day uh, because it, uh, it, we, we work with that. And I said, well, why don't you, rather than uh, writing him up or chastising him for being late or, or chew him out for being late. Um, why don't you sit down and ask him what's going on in his life and basically start the conversation by saying, Hector, you know, this is the third day you've been late this week. Um, what's, what's going on that makes that happen? Or may, maybe even a, a better way to phrase that. But, uh, uh, and he said, I, I tried that. He came back the next day and he said, I, I tried that. And it worked. I found out what was going on. And I, he said he was so thankful that I had stopped and asked him what was happening because he was having trouble. And uh -huh. so he was having trouble with, the, uh, uh, with getting to work on time uh, through some personal issues. And uh, so he said, the guy opened up, told me what was going on. We worked out a, a, a solution for him, and uh, uh, and he said it saved all of that. Uh, but he said I had to ask. Now he didn't use the word empathy, and I didn't use the word empathy when we were uh, when we were were talking. But what he did was demonstrate empathy to uh, that uh, subordinate who was late and who was actually causing him problems. He demonstrated that empathy, and now he's got somebody who is committed to working. They worked out a solution to his uh, attendance problem, and he, he was able to come in and, uh, uh, and and make that work. So it's pretty powerful. Oh, it's it's very powerful, and because he was able to to see that, and uh, and that and, I've had a similar experience of yeah. of talking to people, and rather than allowing them the freedom to go down the other path, which is we got to get this work done. Right. It's to pulling back and actually paying attention to how, not should I be, how do I in this situation demonstrate empathy? And what your advice was, rather than talking about it and putting it on a piece of paper, which by the way, God just makes this stuff hard, and you got to think about it. You really got to think about it. Is you come back, you pull back, and say, rather than than talking about him and saying anything about empathy, ask the question, demonstrate it. And I I loved I loved your open ended question that in effect forced him to say, okay, let me tell you what's happening. And what a great way to start to build a relationship, right. not, not just create an uh, empathetic moment, 
But you started to build a relationship with that guy. Right. Uh, not you, but I mean, yeah. that, person that person that you were giving that advice to. So it's, it's, it's a perfect segue into, as we talk to you all about demonstrating empathy, and we could probably say this about all of what we have talked about to this point, which is rather than focusing on the outcome at this stage of the game, ask why. What, 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 what is going on with you? Yeah, it's, it's really all about building that relationship. I mean, yeah. This, is, yeah. this is one of the, and this is probably the most critical step in building a relationship is uh, really trying to understand the situation the other person or people are in, the situations that they face. And that's um, uh, that requires a level of commitment by the leader to understand uh, what other people are going through and to put that into a context that you're willing to work with and help uh, rather than simply saying, uh, this is, these are the rules and either follow the rules or, or we'll replace you. Now, to be perfectly honest, in this environment, today's environment, uh, post a little by, I actually shouldn't say post pandemic. I'm not sure that's a thing yet, but certainly in a, 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 a situation where the pandemic is less focused than it has been. Um, I think we're in a, in a world where, um, very few people are in the position with their company or with their business to actually hold out and say, well, if you don't want to do it this way, uh, there's the door. Because right now, there's nobody else behind that door to do the job. So uh, uh, this, this, is, uh, this is quite, uh, quite an issue. So, and the, reason, and, the, 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 fact of, the fact of the matter is... Uh, there is nobody at the door, but what you are doing when you don't demonstrate this principle is showing me the door. Exactly. And yeah. by the way, yeah. down the street, yeah. there's another job. Exactly. And it's yeah. exactly the job that you have. So it, it's this business of keeping people and forcing people to stay places, you will not happen. And I think when you think about uh, this whole issue of empathy and many of the things that we have talked about, people have options and they can do some other things yeah. and they will. When you treat me like I am heartless and the only thing I have to offer you is my hands or my head or whatever you ask me to bring to work right. and you have no relationship with the rest of what's going on in my life, you've got a problem, Steve. Yeah. And I'm not going to stay there. I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you right now. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And and many times uh, we've gotten caught up in that as long as we say, well, that person has been here 20 years, so they'll be here forever. Or that person has been here 15 years. That kind of thing. Right. I, I, think, I think we might need to wave that goodbye and we, we've really got to start focusing on what are the things that we can do right to cause this person really to be committed to what we're trying to do and empathy is right at the top as far right. as i'm concerned it, it truly is it's right at the top of that it's a it it's it's the kind of relationship that you can build so that 
when things do go wrong, when you have problems, when you have issues, uh, that you can actually utilize that relationship. That relationship will begin to mean more than, uh, than anything else. And so, um, if we don't focus on that, and I think you're right. I think most of what we've talked about up to this point, um, goes into this whole uh, issue of building a relationship and, um, uh, and, working with that relationship and it's not so that you can manipulate the other the the employee i mean that's not why we're saying build a relationship but it's uh, what it is so is when things happen and we all know that we're going to have challenges within our businesses if we're trying to grow and and make things happen we're going to have issues we're going to have problems things beyond our control whether it's supply chain or uh, staffing or whatever the issue is but if we don't build those relationships when we have the opportunity, when those things happen, we're in trouble uh, and we, we can't recover from that. We're not, it's not going, we, we cannot recover from yeah. it. And I, I, I think I want to emphasize that point, and it goes back to your initial point. And I, I, I know uh, you said post-pandemic is not an issue yet, but I say that it, it is... Uh, probably more than we want to acknowledge right now. And if you look at the marketplace, people are responding to it. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. You can almost guess if you go by about anywhere, there are all signs, uh, you can't come now, and that sort of thing that suggests that people are not I won't say welcome there, but they aren't there. But all of that, to me, has to do with supervisors who have not displayed the kind of empathetic feeling that make employees want to rescue you any time that you need it most. And I'm telling you, if you do that, they will come to your rescue. And I've had it happen over and over again. And, and it's, to me, it's so much excitement about it because it's not what the person knows technically. Right. It's not, it's not how good they are in any way, except you did something for me that made a difference to me. Right. And now I'm going to do something for you. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, I think what you're saying is that, uh, that person that you finally understand, like the, I was just talking about the, the person who comes in late, um, by building that relationship, uh, you know, a week later, a month later, whatever it is, but by building that relationship, when, um, the gentleman I was talking to, when his challenge is that he's got a, he's got a deadline and he can't meet it unless somebody stays late or stays overtime. And he asks that person, can you stay a little bit later? We know that the answer will be yes, and how can I help you, and we'll be there. But if you don't have that relationship built, uh, it's not going to happen, uh, and, and uh, you're not going to get that. So mm-hmm. um, let, let me sort of take this to a, a, a broader context a little bit. About uh, Let's talk a little bit about um, the relationships that you build with uh, with, with your, your your staff, and the reason I wanted to talk about it a little bit because one of the things that I have heard 
as we've talked about this concept with uh, with other leaders or especially with people who are aspiring, aspiring leaders, what is the line between my being personal in this relationship? In other words, asking you, quote, personal questions um, and uh the business issue that we have to solve. Sort of go back to that person being late. Um, if I ask the question about what's going on, uh, why is why is this happening? I'm sort of treading a little bit into asking you personal questions. And again, in today's environment, um, that can be more of a challenge. So let's talk about that building relationships a little bit. Empathy is the the focus of this, but um, is there a uh, is there a challenge? Is there a, a, a roadblock to doing this and, and asking those other kind of questions? They, I don't think there has to be a roadblock that, and I think it's built on what your culture has created and what you have established before. In other words, the idea of allowing you inside of my feelings at some point is like having a relationship with you in the real. Uh, but you, if you create a culture in which people have and feel the privilege and the opportunity to talk about things that are important to them, I think you can get there pretty easy. Now, I think a, a equally demanding challenge, though, is I've got to get the widget out the door. Right. Now, how do I be empathetic to you and at the same time get your package there immediately? And therein lies a different kind of challenge that I think the same thing applies because I am willing to, to work for you to get the package there. If you show me as a leader and if the culture demonstrates that, shows me as an employee, then we can make things work. The problem, I think, is is when you make no effort at it. You know, I'm I'm not empathetic, and you almost brag about it. You know, I just don't do that. I want to get the work done, the job done. I I think that's the slippery slope that we end up falling off. Right. But I, I mean, what's your opinion about that? What? What do you think about that? Well, I think um, I, I'm trying to uh, sort of navigate and sort of give some advice on navigating the uh, the current environment around uh, where people are and what they uh, what they react to. And what I come back to is, I think the question that you ask, just like I was uh, coaching this person, uh, the question that you ask to open that that door uh, has to be carefully crafted. Uh, that I'm not prying into um, into your, uh, your life. Um, but I am asking you if there's something going on that we might be able to work on together. And so the, uh, asking a question, for example, 
I'm going to I'm going to be way out here and say something that none of us would actually say. But uh, if you're late coming to work and I say is, uh, uh, are you having marital problems at home? So I sort of put something on. Well, we all know that you know that would be uh, the wrong question, but I can imply mm-hmm. the same sort of thing if I ask the question a little bit differently and saying. Well, I know that you were having some problems in the past. Is you know, is that repeating itself? I mean, I'm sort of uh, giving away some information there. So, but in your advice to this person, what you didn't say was you 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 basically advise that person to say what's going on. Right. That is not an intrusive question. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have an opportunity to say whatever I want to say to you. Right. Uh, so I think you're right. The question has to be positioned in a way that it really gives the person the impression or the belief that I'm really interested in you. The other thing that it gets to is I'm not asking you this question, Steve, because it's not important. You were late. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've been late. So it, it's not a, a it's not non-contextual. It is it is related to what we have to do together. Right. Good point. So so the yeah. way the way we work it is I'm asking you what what what's going on with you to get our work done, which we we and I together, we need to get the work, work done together. So I think that's another way to, to help them see this guy's not asking me if I'm married or not married or if I stayed out all night last night. He doesn't care. Right. He can stay out all night. You just didn't get to work on time. Right. So, so let, let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. And I tell you the thing that really blows my mind, and I've seen this, I've seen it over and over again. When you do it that way, you have helped me. I mean, you, you may get me off the hook in this instance, but I'm telling you, there's, there will be another instance. Right. And uh, it's pretty incredible. But I, I like your question and the other thing I like about the question is that may be the opportunity for the skill. So how do you ask a question and question in a way that it comes across empathetic versus sympathetic? I know how you feel. I mean, I, I've been there. I know all about what you're talking about. I know. I know. <laughs> that's not the way to do it. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's, not, no, that's not the way to, to have that conversation. No, the, uh, well, the, you know, and I think um, maybe the audience would appreciate a little bit of uh, tutor on uh, on the uh, uh, the way to ask the question. But I think the uh, the way the way you phrase that question is. Um, non-judgmental and uh sort of without any real content in it i mean and this uh, except to, to state the facts i mean in this case you know you've been late the last three days that's fact mm-hmm. uh, that person knows it you know it uh and so can you tell me you know what's going on uh with you 
period. And so you've not, you've not put any judgment on to what the, uh, uh, what the, uh, what the cause may be. Um, you haven't even, uh, sort of specified that you're in big trouble or, or that sort of thing. You haven't specified a result. You just simply, uh, asking the question. And that, um, uh, I think that helps get to the, um, the, the openness of this. The other thing I'm going to say, and I think we, t- we talked about this when we talked about listening or being a great listener. Um, and we talked about, uh, the, there is a skill process called active listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, it's a matter of, of, uh, repeating what the person has said and, uh, and, um, and sort of clarifying and using those sort of concepts. I think you have to be really careful with that because used too much or used without sincerity. And we actually talked about this, I think the last time, um, that process can look like you are using a technique that, uh, that you learned in one of these classes mm. rather than being sincere about it. And the thing about empathy is there is the underlying concept of sincerity. When I am being empathetic, I am being sincere with you. I am authentic and really in terms of the way that I, um, that I'm trying to deal with you as an, as a part of this process rather than using some, textbook uh, sort of approach to that that says uh that if i if i ask you this right question and if i then repeat your answer to you i reflect your answer back it will help you open up and to some degree that that sort of process works but if people perceive that as you learn that in that leadership class and now you're going to use it on me um you know it blows up in your face Uh, it doesn't work it doesn't work i agree with that and what i really uh, would clap my hands about is when you said present the facts right and be non-judgmental I think within that the context of those two you often can get where you want to go with a person who is pretty mature you know like uh these are the facts. Three days. You've been late. And my question is presented without judgment. So let's talk about it. Right. And, and if I do that with you, I, I, it's hard for me to, to get how you could re- react in a different way. No, I think I think the prop structure, structured the way you just said that is spot on. I think what I was trying to get to is that if you uh, if you uh, sort of get either judgmental or um, you imply an, an answer or a, a reason, um, it can be uh, it can be a real problem. Mm. So that's all I was I was trying to get to with it with that process is. That um, if you're trying to build a relationship, and I think that's ultimately what we're talking about here, is that um, building a relationship with uh, with the person that you're you're challenged with or being empathetic. Now we've been talking about empathy in in relationship to uh, addressing a problem or an issue, um, but being empathetic is also 
um, one of those things that uh, successful leaders um, use to basically continue to build that relationship. And um, in the past, I've talked about um, folks who uh, sort of park at the end of the parking lot and walk into work and use people's names and that sort of thing. And, it's, and there's a uh, an element of um, success, uh, successful empathy use of that uh, just in that process where when you're interacting with the people you lead, if you can remember something about their life that is important to them and use that like saying, how is your son John doing? I know he went to college last week, last year, and is he doing well in college? You can use that sort of thing to open up a discussion that is empathetic in its process. I understand that these are things that are important to you, so I'm going to ask you about them because we've talked in the past about your son, John, and the fact that he's been off to college and uh, and how that's going. So um, that, to me, is also the, the use of being empathetic um, and um, and effectively applying that process, not as a technique, but as a real relationship, important relationship building process. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, and the way I would carry it forward is simply to say, therein lies the opportunity to understand yourself. And if you're one of those people who tends by self-examination, this is just somebody else. This is you examining yourself. If you tend to be one who is more bis- business-oriented or some other-oriented and not at all empathetic, this is something that you need to practice. Right. As an emerging leader, think about and practice, how do I say what I need to say as it relates to empathy in in this person's life. And I think that will set you in the right direction in getting there. Yep. I think that's a great, great point is that it, it does take practice and it takes, uh, and it takes sincerity. I mean, you, you got to be real about yeah, it. You, you have be to real. be real. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, sincerity. You've got to be authentic about it. Um, and um, I think the, we started off a little bit talking about this, but I think one of the, things that you have to be really careful about in this is saying something like, I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, people usually bristle at that they, uh, because um, we all are unique. We all have different approaches and there's really no way that I can quote, know how you feel. Uh, I may have had even a similar experience, but I still don't know how you feel. And so you have to be careful about sort of that, um, um, and and a, a careful is probably the wrong word. It really d- is not productive for any of us to insert myself and say that I know how you feel because I don't know how you feel. I don't have your experience. I don't have your background. So I can't really know that. But if I, if I know that you're in a situation and I say, tell me more about what you're experiencing, then we have the opportunity to talk about that without my inserting anything there. Um, any last comments about uh, uh, about empathy? 
Uh, I would encourage us all to pay attention to it and really reflect on uh, who you are and your tendency to be that way or not and work very hard to make that a part of your skill set. You're absolutely right. It's what it's uh, not only an important and uh, uh, a characteristic for successful leadership. Uh, it's important in most of the re- of your relationships as you uh, go forward is understanding how someone else um, feels and how their uh, what the impact it has on their life. So uh, we will um, uh, use that as a, a way to bridge that into building relationships and. Uh, Thank you very much for a great afternoon. Good to talk to everybody. Thank you. That was great, guys. And a special thank you to our listeners. Remember, better leadership is your path to success. Please let us know how you like the podcast by giving us a five-star rating, by following us, or by subscribing to the podcast. Most importantly, Please submit your questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes to our website, hiddensecretstoleadershipsuccess.com.